guy from the other side of the room. It's shenanigans. You know that's right. <laughs> this week, it's Ellen with a Y. Presenting the mullet basement for you guys. The mullet basement? That's right. It, Business in the back. I mean, in the front. Party in the back? <laughs> doesn't even know. I was confused. Worst Italian ever. We <laughs> got bangs, baby. Bangs. <laughs> Vinny. Hey, what's up? Matt. Good evening. Rich. Humana, humana. And I'm Craig. And you're Craig. Yes. No Walden tonight. He told me yesterday. I was out with Walden for a couple hours yesterday, so he said he was not making it tonight. Oh, yeah? He was not feeling well. All right. Oh. What'd you guys do? We moved the stove from Newfane to my house. Really? Yes. On your back? No, on Walden's. <laughs> <laughs> I warned him. It was my wife, my daughter, me, and Walden going out to Newfane to move the stove. I stood in the entryway of the storage unit and watched them. And I go, I guess we could tell who the government worker is here. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys do? I had to lift it up and put it on the back of the truck and all that jazz? Yeah. I have that little hitch that's like six inches off the ground or eight inches off the ground. You could have used that thing. I was really needed a, a mover's dolly, so I went and bought one. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're not terribly expensive or, or weren't. $129. Oh, I paid 100 bucks for mine. They had a really nice one that would fold down so you could put college kids' stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, ooh, I want one of these. It's a little bit cheaper. I took one down, and I started to wheel in. I noticed that the plastic wheels were wobbly. I said, fuck that. Yeah. So I went and got the other one, pulled it down, started rolling, and the plastic wheels were wobbly again. And I go, I'm not spending 100 bucks on something that's going to break so I put weight on it. So I went and got the one that will hold 1,000 pounds, and it was a little more expensive. And that one fell and apart had, in the parking lot. And it had real wheels. That's the key is having real tires. and Yeah. And that'll be good, because now we all have something to borrow. <laughs> exactly. That's how that works. <laughs> Plus, I figure, because my daughter moved out of the house, and she's got her own apartment, between her moving probably every time her lease is up, and my daughter's going to college, and then getting their own place, they're going to need it. That's yeah. Right. So it'll it's be, like it'll come in handy. Right. Good purchase. But anytime we move any more appliances into my house, it'll be by whoever we bought it from. Yeah. Which That's is exactly what I just had done, because I had a dishwasher installed the week before last. It's magical. Yeah. What happened to your old dishwasher? You guys get divorced? <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the old one, uh, I guess the water pump or something in it went out, whatever. It, it just wasn't getting water. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really loud. It was one of those 57 decibel ones oh, yeah. <laughs> from like the early 80s or the maybe even the late 80s. But we got a, a new super quiet one. And it's... It's unbelievable because you have to actually walk over to it to see if it's actually on, right? Yes. That's how it is with the one I got, you know, for my mom, not for me. But I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I'm, I said, Ma, that thing's not even on, is it? And she's like, it's on. I'm like, no. You can walk right up to it, and then you put your hand and get your ear against it, and you can hear it yeah. working. My, mine's at, nice. like, 45 decibels. But, I mean, it's a, a still drum or a still uh, w- uh, whatever on the inside. Still basket, I think, is what they call it. So all insulated, everything. The steel actually makes more noise than if you got a plastic one, but they work better, the steel ones. Oh, I got a steel one. Yeah. But even then, They're louder, but not by much. Well, the decibel rating on this one is 45, and the ones with the plastic tubs were, like... 47, 48. Which is unusual. It's usually opposite. Yeah. Now the plumbers are saying that the steel ones are quieter because they can actually put um, noise dampening in between the tub and the frame and all this other stuff. And I don't know. It's quiet. It cleans my dishes. I'm happy. Like, I, I've been washing dishes for almost two years. I was like... And broke. cutting potatoes. 
Yeah. You were in the military, so you know about potatoes and dishes. Peeling potatoes. I know about KP, and I know, <laughs> well, we didn't cut. I didn't they don't really potatoes, do that but. as much anymore. They got a lot of subcontractors who do that. Well, now. they have cooks, and they have, yeah, they contracted a lot of those jobs out to civilians. And then they have the value-added hey. products, which are already. Go away. <laughs> he'll come here. He just has to He's go. checking out the new digs. He has to just inspect, and then he'll come back. Did you see the sad, sad news about what we do in the shadows? No. no. The next season that's coming out in the summer will be the final season. Hmm. I still have yet to watch the current season. Come on. Gather. I still have yet to watch an episode of it. <laughs> oh. I just came to watch a few episodes of that over the weekend. Yeah? We were just sitting around, and we uh, jumped the border over to Canada to do some gambling. Didn't get to do that, but we wound up just watching TV, and they had cable and there was a what we do in the shadows marathon on so we sat and watched that while we were playing on our phones and shit so you did some gambling or we're going to do some gambling we we're gonna didn't wind up happening trying to travel the roads this weekend the city of lockports was a gamble it definitely was and there was a few losers in that too <laughs> man yeah. very disappointing how they handled the, the snow this yeah I, yeah lockport has never been good at Plowing the streets, now but it was extraordinarily bad this weekend. They they didn't even bother coming down my stro my, my road at all. My street, we got our street plowed, but I'm three blocks from downtown. You couldn't tell it got plowed because they left like three inches of snow on the ground behind. So I had to look twice to figure it out. I didn't know that the plow had come through, except they piled it up in my driveway. So Saturday morning, I had a meeting at the history museum. And I'm going down East Avenue. There's probably seven inches of snow in East Avenue, and there's a city truck plowing McCollum Street, which is a block long. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think there's any city officials who live over there. Why are they plowing McCollum Street? <laughs> still catching that up from the last time it snowed. Right. Oh, we yeah. stopped at M last time, so we'll start there. Three weeks ago? Yeah. They just yeah. got to McCollum. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God. So we've been watching, um, back to TV shows, we started watching uh, Ghosts, the American Version. I think that's a great show. That's actually it pretty. It seems pretty cute. My wife liked it. It's funny. Some of the, the humor, oh, my God, he just got sucked off. You're like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, some of the humor in it is, it, it's very adult, um, but it does have its its little quirky moments and, and stuff like that. I think they it's a good cast, and it's just a fun little show to watch. And I've, wa I've watched it, but I've never watched it through and through like when it's on i happen to put it on then i watch it or i'll go look for a few but now they have the what ghost uk that's coming out which is again that's what that's, it's based I off think, of yeah, yeah it's the original that's the original and it's still all this i mean they didn't deviate too much i mean oh, they got still got the boy scout leader and you know all the different people so i love a, how the boy scout guy died <laughs> the, the arrow, arrow, the arrow through the neck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he jumps on the bus to take off and runs straight into the tree <laughs> spoiler alert after I said it. <laughs> well, I mean, just some of the ghosts that you encounter are, are pretty pretty funny. And then some of the, the neighbors with their upside down pineapple, yeah. like that, that was a trip. I was like, oh, shit. At least you now you know what it means. Well, <laughs> I was like, well, crap. No, it's, it's a fun little show overall. Um, we're almost done with the second season. Third season just came out. And then the lead actress, Rose McIver, was in iZombie. Fantastic little right. show. Loved iZombie. I think it went five seasons, maybe six. But iZombie was fantastic. I was just speaking of the I types of series. I was just reading that thing from iCarly. What was that guy's name? Dan, who's the guy that was like the, the, the golden boy for Nickelodeon. Remember the head of the class 
Yep. Actor. Is he like a criminal now? So now he's, yeah, so he's got all these uh, child sexual uh, misconduct things. Who is this? The heavyset kid from Head of the Class. Dennis Blunden? Is that his name? Yes, that was the character's name. Oh, yeah. So he's got allegations. So next month they've got a whole miniseries coming out about this. Some of the kids are like, Nickelodeon didn't protect me. And, uh, oh, shit. He's been a director of Nickelodeon shows forever. pretty much his entire adult life. Yeah, so he's in there and, you know, Ed I mean. Schneider. That's so his name. That is it. So, yeah, there's some things that are going on there with him. And uh, so we'll see what happens. We know? got two compliments over the weekend about our podcast, by the way. By whom? From two separate people. The first person said last Wednesday on Valentine's Day. We were bowling, and one of the guys who I was bowling against goes, I heard your podcast. I can't believe for a group of dumb guys how smart you guys are. You guys know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> was well, that, Google is our friend. Was that somebody right. we know? It's true. No, no. His <laughs> name is Mark, though, so I'll give him a shout-out because I know that. What's up? Is it because I'm using all these big words now? <laughs> Alan's words is definitely the most popular part. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. They come from his calendar next to his toilet. If yes. That's <laughs> pandemonium. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have to do a vernissage of our show and uh, <laughs> they can see how the. Uh, You're going to do a massage of the show. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? No. Vernissage. It's private showing or preview of an. It says art exhibition and this qualifies as this art. This is art, yeah. And the second one was from another guy. He said he likes the, the way we all work together when we're talking, how we play off each other. So well, how it flows real well. So, so we, like if we only play with ourselves. It's all in the editing. If you only knew how much <laughs> I edited, <laughs> they're really a bunch of jerks. We're not even in the same room. <laughs> just a bunch of gray-haired middle-aged dudes. It's just like Natalie Cole singing with live with Nat King Cole. It's just all movie magic. Hey, but that was a that was a great little duet, though. I thought it was fantastic I, when she got to sing with her father. Yeah, some people were like against it, and I was like, man, I think it's fantastic. I'm like, dude, she actually she got to sing with her father. It's like when they did um, Hank Williams and Hank Williams Jr. They did that on the country side of the house, where he sang Why a song. Why do you drink <laughs> to get drunk? Why do you blow smoke? It's roll smoke. Oh, why do you roll smoke to get stoned? Why must you live out the songs that you wrote? <laughs> you didn't know I knew that song, did you? Everybody should know that damn song. Great song. I, I didn't know you knew that song. Yeah. Very, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> pretty talented. Well, you can tell by my music area now that has fully expanded. Holy cow, it's... It's practically an areola. It's yeah. huge. <laughs> it's, it's the best studio. It's the best music area ever. I got to go through all the records now and figure out what's in there. I have just a plethora. That accent's of getting expensive. <laughs> oh, he's using big words. <laughs> he's a big word. But I do have, like, I'm looking at some of my records that I have. I mean, a lot of them are things I've picked up along the way. So it's all the Mel stuff Torme. that they want. Yeah. Old jazz. I got a ton of, like, Glenn Miller orchestra stuff, different packages, and just regular. So some come in a whole set and other ones. But there's a lot of stuff there. And Caution. I found my Miles, da my Miles Davis and uh, a Grateful Dead ones over there. We got a lot of good stuff. Did you see the Grateful Dead one? No, I didn't. What's that one called? What a strange. What a long strange trip. That's a double album. Yeah, there's two records in that one. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kenny Chesney paid homage to the Grateful Dead in one of his songs because he used their their song title. What a long strange trip. Yep. Say that was like in his Pirate Flag song. I don't know if he's a fan of the Grateful Dead or not, but I remember him using that lyric. Anyway, it's part of that useful trivia. That the big one there it is. Of course, I'm missing useless. it. Fuck. What are you missing? Are you still watching The NASCAR? big one has just happened, yep. 
What does that mean? The big the one. Big crashes. Big crash. If only there's going to be a way to find that out or see that again somehow, right. some way. Oh, they just had another crash. The big one. They only had a small crash earlier. There were like ten laps to go. That little bastard. Where's Joey Logano? He's in seventh place. <laughs> little bastard. Who are you rooting? Shouldn't for? they just return? Not Joey Logano. <laughs> okay, so who the hell are you? Who's your NASCAR driver? Well, my NASCAR driver just retired, so I have to. I'm trying to figure out who it should be. Well, who was it? Kevin Harvick. I'm going to go with that guy okay. from the south with the accent. No, he's I from like, California. He's from go. Bakersfield. <laughs> he doesn't have an accent. He's from Bakersfield. Is Ricky California. Bobby still racing? Yes. <laughs> Remember, if you're not first, you're last. last. Does anybody besides me watch NASCAR? You don't watch any at all? Not no. on purpose. I can go to the track and watch it. I can't watch it on TV. Going to the track is awesome. It like, is. You go to Watkins Glen? No. When I was out in California, I went to a couple with the family. In Fontana? I don't even know where it was. They just drove me there. And Sears like, oh Point God. or Fontana? Those are the two race tracks. That uh, we're well, one of them then. One's a road course. One's an oval. I was in an oval. Okay. So you're at Fontana. I was at Fontan- Fontanelli. So the, <laughs> the the one and only race I ever went to was the... Texas Coca- Motor Speedway. Yep. Um, and it was the inaugural race, the very first race they had at the track. Didn't and Jeff was the, Gordon win that? I don't remember. I was too busy looking at ladies in tube tops Boobies. and bikini tops. Yes. Pretty much, dude. I was a teenage kid. It was in like 97, 96, some shit like that. I don't remember who won. We were working a booth, but we would get to, we'd work an hour on, an hour off. 1997. Yeah, so it was my, my senior the year. Interstate Batteries 500. Oh, it was the Interstate Battery 500. Yep. Who won? Jeff Burton. Okay. Anyway, I was too busy looking at women in bikini tops and all that other shit. So, heck yeah. I mean, and there's like cars coming out of trailers and there's, you know, drivers walking around on the track. And I mean, just all kinds of shit going on. You're like, (gasps) tube top always wins. It does. I don't make the rules. No, you will. Let it go. (laughs) But uh, I think they look good on me. Only when you shave your back hair. I did that just because I had to go get a stress test today. So I did that. took me two and a half days to get everything taken care of from the back to the front. And I still got shaved today when I went in there. So I got like all this, just a little bit of stubble. You're always supposed to go front to back. Never go back to front. (laughs) And then she still took like a dry razor and just clipped me all over the chest. That's how you get a yeast infection. (laughs) Maybe that's how you get a yeast infection. And I'm no medical professional, but you know what? Have you guys done these stress tests before? What, What stress test? Like your heart? Yeah. I've done a stress test on my Yeah, heart. so I go in there and, you know, take your yes! shirt off, take your pants Logano off. Logano crashed. He was one of the guys in the crash. As oh long as God. he's Settle not down. hurt. That's terrible karma. As long as he's not hurt, yes. <laughs> so is his car damage in total, do you think? He got hit by at least three cars here. I'm looking at the replay. That's got to cost a few hundred bucks to fix. Probably. <laughs> at least 1250 Oh, he didn't hit that bad. Well, let's see. All the way to the end. Uh, so is he out of it? No, he's in 25th, so he could possibly drive back out of this after. Oh, no, we just got hit again. He's not driving out of that with 20 laps left. No, with nine laps left. Yeah, he's done. Call it a day. Do they still have to finish the race? Yeah. Okay. Even if there's only one car running at the end. Really? Yeah. Someone told me it's just a stupid cup. (laughs) (laughs) It's just rednecks turning left. Speaking of cups, I need to go buy one. Why? Well, I've started sparring with the juniors and the junior black belts. You don't have any more kids. Hmm. Yeah, you don't have any more kids. That shit still hurts. Well, you know, it's like a do-it-yourself vasectomy. Yeah, no. (laughs) So, (laughs) what? Getting kicked in the nuts hard enough? So, at the Don Johnson, each week so far, I've been kicked in the balls every week. And then... um, So, my money has been invested wisely. (laughs) 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 And yet, you still have not learned... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got to get a cup. Well, 
it, the the fun part is though is um you know when the kids and and even the the teenagers when they drop their hands wait that's not the fun part I get to punch them in the face. <laughs> So, and it's, it's, it, you know, and, and I, I get to punch. It sounds bad, but it's obviously, it's controlled. I agree. You have exactly seven seconds to punch them in the face before you collapse. Yeah, I know. You know, and it's probably about, you know, 20% power. It's nothing crazy, just a little tap. And we're all wearing headgear and gloves, and they wear shin guards and stuff. I don't, which they found out why I don't wear shin guards because I blocked a roundhouse kick with my shin. I, I did tie for many, many years. And then the kids, his instep. That food never sets well with me. (laughs) His instep hit my shin, and then he basically just collapsed to the ground. And I was like, um, are you. It's like kicking steel. Dude, I watched, I I swear to God, I thought this one kid got knocked out. It wasn't me. I was refereeing a couple of matches, and we were doing two on ones, right? Because, I mean, that's something you can encounter, you know, as a, a kid in school. You got two people trying to beat up on you at the same time. Uh, one of the kids throws a jab, and it, and it wasn't there wasn't very much on it. And so the other kid he did a smother block, and immediately did a, a back fist, right? So he just went, bam! And when he got him, he got him right on the button, and the kid just crumbled and hit the ground. And I was like, oh, is that the nose? No, he hit him like right on the chin. Okay, like he, and I don't know if this kid has a weak chin or not, but anyway, they call that a glass jaw. Pretty much. So I picked him up, and he was all wobbly and stuff. And I was like, look at me, and his eyes were fine. And I was like, give me your gloves, you know. And I'd hold your arms out. Can you hold your arms? Your eyes shaking? No. All right, get back at it. And, I mean, he was fine. But, like, he took a shot, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, that was – I've never seen that before at the, the Don Johnson. where, And it wasn't even a hard strike. I was two feet from it when it happened. It, it wasn't hard. There was no – it wasn't vicious. There was no – Maybe well, maybe the one to help his buddy out is trying to impress a girl. But you know, why did I mean, that take you know, so long you for know, you guys um, to fucking understand? I thought that was just him talking. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. You know you know, but um, are we CTR in this? No, I mean, we, you know, um, what the fuck are you listening you know, to? You know, um, um, you guys haven't heard this? No, I know um, you have. You know, this was you last know, week's. You know, this is our. Um, but, this is all our um, vocal tics put so, into one uh, into one file. You know, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I have like two in there. I think uh, everybody's got one. You know, you know. I, is this fucking being you know, recorded we, over we, the, you know, yes I, I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna kick you, you know. in the dick after this <laughs> yeehaw <laughs> we're gonna watch you know you know you know yep. popular like, wow. fuck uh, me um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's one uh, of the things uh, you learned in uh, Toastmasters uh, um, is some um, of those ad libs the, 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 um, yeah, all those the vocal ticks, ticks. I, I, vocal yeah, ticks, I, what you say. Uh, so you have to learn to not um, say those things. Or whatever. Um, yeah, last um, week I took all our vocal um, ticks and put it into um, a two minute you know, file. Like, That's how um, many there were. Yeah, oh, really? Let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, again? <laughs> oh. oh, is that what you just played it, what you're describing? Correct. Did we have Cooper in there at all? No. Should have had him there. He'll be in the next one. This I was is, trying to figure uh, out a way. This is only the early episodes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, this is only episodes like one through a hundred. Yeah. 
<laughs> it wasn't. It was like half an hour of one episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how do you guys have any fans? That just goes to show how much of the editing I do. <laughs> And that's why he had to settle for four children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt yourself patting yourself on the back. I want to make the you knows because all of us say you know. I want to go make it go, no, 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 no. I remember music. I was talking to an exchange student uh, last year that was staying with, I think, the Molinaros. And I asked her the question, like, what is the most difficult thing? She said, everybody says like. Like, I was doing this the other day, like this, like that. So every, everybody starts off a sentence like, I don't think you understand. Like, what's going on? You know, I just, I feel like, I don't know, I want some ice cream. So she, she just sits there and says, you guys say like, like eight times in a couple sentences. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> well, I'm giving an example. <laughs> so there you go. Does that mean she said it while she was explaining that to you? No, no. I was uh, giving it. Uh, we're on a podcast. That's a comedy <laughs> podcast, guys. I'm not sure if you know that. Once in a while, you guys should try to bring the funny. It's getting kind of heavy. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> <clears throat> that was Howie's thing. Howie has training on broadcast journalism, and he continuously clears his throat into the mic. I'm like, Howie, what the fuck are you doing? Clearing his throat. He, he, yeah, he has a degree in he was like broadcast journalism. Like, <clears throat> Does he also have a degree <clears throat> in clearing his throat? Apparently. It's only like he's rubbing his, his little go-kart engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has to do it himself. Nobody else will rub it for him. You got to hold that little monster back through the pants. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. You got another word there for us? No, not right now. No? You have him He's prepped? <laughs> Does this one other one say Gargamel? No, I don't think so. Speaking of Gargamel, today my mother... He for, created Smurfette, by the way. So my mother brought downstairs into the basement my train set from when I was two, and it was a Smurf train set. And I was like, oh, I, I literally haven't seen that train set in 40 years. I haven't seen it since I was four. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. I used to play with this. And then the nostalgia moment was over, and I was like, yeah, you can just give it to my nephew when you get to Texas. So I was like, yeah, just give that to, just give that to my nephew. How old's your nephew? He is like... 22. No. <laughs> like. <laughs> like. Like. There it is. Did you hear it? Mm. He is like... Um, I, he's like negative five months right now. Oh, okay. He's got about five months till he's born. Okay. Very nice. Well, my great nephew, anyway. What's so great about him, then? How do you know? He's not even born yet. It's all the hopes and dreams. Well, at least you can make yourself laugh. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) No one thinks I'm funnier than I do. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the shirt, by the way, though. Oh, yeah. The Bob Blah 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 Blog. (laughs) (laughs) Bob Blah Blah Blog. Love and Law Bombs. Like, oh, my goodness. Oh, I wish they'd bring that show back again. Which one? Arrested Development. Such a great show. Never watched that either. The oh, band's pretty good, too. Oh, Set everything aside. Yes. It's definitely worth your while. Yes, it is. I um, need The Wheel of Time Season 3 to come out. Never heard of it. It's a show on Amazon. It's based off um, a book series. It's actually really good. Based off okay. what book series? The Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah, never heard of it. I feel like I've been on it for a while now, but... <laughs> I've uh, not read the books. If I'd have known there was a manual, I would have started with it. Really, <laughs> it's uh, it, it it's pretty good show. I like it. Are you videotaping us or something? You're going to the snap world. 
I've got dozens of followers. All dozens. Right. Dozens all right. of followers. It's all my just family, like in California and stuff. So like, we just started rewatching Northern Exposure, which just came out for the first time on streaming. It's the it has not been available anywhere since it came out on DVD back in the aughts, I think, or the nineties. So that was the only way to watch it was on DVD for the longest time. And then Amazon Prime just came out with it. So we started watching that, and then Amazon Prime started putting ads in, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to start showing ads now. Fuck you. It'll be $3 if you don't want to watch them. Oh, really? Lauren, I'm not paying that a month. Now I'm going back to the website. <laughs> There'll be a pirate here. Right. I'm just stealing it now. I, I waited. I was good, and then they fucked with me. So I don't. Yeah, I'm, they're all doing that, man. My mother wants to cancel that. everything. She now wants to cancel Spectrum is, now. I just read yesterday that it is now more expensive to have the apps and the streaming services than it was to have cable. If you have all of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's now, it's like significantly more expensive. But if you settle for two paid streaming services and then the free ones that are available to everybody, there's no reason for you to pay for all of them. Right. Like you can't watch everything everywhere. All at once, <laughs> except on one streaming platform. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, like we have movie. Amazon Prime, and we, we do that because we we shop at Amazon a lot. Yeah. So it's built in. So the Prime is is great. So you get the, it the used Prime. to be now it's one seventy nine a fucking year. I know. Is it? But I I get all the streaming stuff. Yeah, it's just there. I. I don't really focus on it. There's been a few shows that I've enjoyed in there, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it it's a it's an appendix. Yeah, um, I'm I'm more focused on Hulu. We just dropped Netflix because it didn't have enough content, and versus- Netflix is cracking down on password sharing. My daughter moved out on Thursday, and I already got the block today from yeah. Netflix. Really? Yep. So you take your device to her place. And let her use it for a couple of days and then bring it back to your place and then that goes away. I'm setting up a Roku for my mother at my house so she can use my account at her house. Hmm. Oh, is that how that works? And that's how Well, they gave me a hard account. time because Patience was using it at college and I go, and so I contact them. I go, she's at college. She's on our family plan that we pay for. Mm-hmm. And no mercy with, with the other one moved out. None at all. No, they don't want to play anymore. It's easier to just steal it. Eventually, people will start going back to cable and getting all the stuff from cable because the cable providers are, are doing like DirecTV, you know, with the satellite. They have the library. So if you subscribe to them and you have them, you can go back at any time and watch whatever they have in their library. You know, so if you're getting HBO, which comes with generally, I think now it's all like Max. So it's like HBO Cinemax together, stars, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You're fine. So there's plenty of stuff to watch. Just use your U- VPN and log in from another country so you can see all of Netflix's content. Yeah, you can do that. Or you can just look up the codes for all the stuff that they're not showing you. And on your browser in your computer, you can plug in that code and it will bring up that genre. You guys it doesn't are fancy. Work. It, mm-hmm. does, it does know to block it by location. I've never had that happen where I've, I've always put in whatever I want, and it's like, I want Japanese sci-fi horror or whatever. And I've, I've had stuff that I had saved in my queue mm-hmm. that when I was over in Ireland, mm-hmm. I couldn't watch because it said, uh, this isn't available in your country. 
So I had to wait till I got back to the States to watch it. I just watch Hogan's Heroes on Pluto. Call it a day. I did get Friendly TV, so I have that, but not even for me, for my mother, because it gives her all three hallmarks. So I got to go over on Thursday, and I've got to, what do I got to do? I'm going to hook up two of her TVs with just the antenna, because she's done with Spectrum. The Spectrum went up three times this month, or this year. It looks start you know? going down now with that, was it Get Speed? Or whatever go Speed or go, go, speed? Uh, go yeah. Net Speed? Go Net That's Speed. Next. That's next. Yeah. I'll buy that. You're going to censor that, though, because they didn't pay us for that re- that mention. I want to know where the money's coming from, because they're putting all fiber in, and they're putting all new fiber in. You're paying for it. It's I'm not, not paying cheap. for anything. The installation is not cheap. No? No. It's going to be through the nose. Yeah, fuck that. But, I will tell you this. since some of, a competition. Since some of my neighbors have gone to the new competitor. Fiber optic. Yes. My spectrum has not dropped. Like well, my, it's going to take more than one. Right. But the fact that there's so many people, uh, there's probably... A hundred signs around town. I'll pay more for that service just so I can be done with Spectrum. Really? That's how much. That's how much I'm disliking them. Yeah. So I don't. It's not even about the money. It's about how they got you by the schmads and they're screwing the people and stuff like that. So I'll pay more just to get out, get away from them. I don't care because I just I'm disgusted with them. Where's the Regus boys when you need them? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> they knew, they knew how to run an internet company and a cable company. They used. To, you know what? They knew that high winds were a problem, so they drove that business into the ground to protect it. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leadership! You're trying so hard. They were so terrible. Know, in some ways, they were great. You got to benefit from them. Yeah, you got as tickets a, to Sabres games. They treated their employees fantastic. Oh, they did. Until they didn't. Until they didn't, right. Oh, until they got caught, really. I, I just have phone and internet through Spectrum. That's all we have, phone and internet. Yeah. I mean, the internet every morning at 7 in the morning just drops. Like, I can't connect to shit for like a minute and a half, two Maybe minutes. Maybe it's got to go potty. I don't know if it's like a, a reset or a whatever, but every morning at 7 in the morning, it just cuts out. No. The person who owns the chief investor in this his name is Rob Bass. Here we go, Rob. It takes two Bass to make now. a thing go right. That's right. <laughs> the, the chief investor in your in your in what? In this new Oh, the new company? Internet oh, I thought provider. You were, I thought you were back to racing. No. Vinny, check your router for a setting that reboots it every day at the same time. That's what it's gotta be. Because I've got one set for six AM intentionally. I like that. Okay. If it if it kicks out at any old time because it's been up too long. That's a nuisance to me in the middle of the day at random. Yeah, so mine's at 6 a.m. also. I make also. it reboot every day at 6. By the time it finishes, I probably wouldn't even have noticed that it was down for a couple of minutes. The only reason I notice hmm. is when I first log into my computer in the morning, I say your internet service has been restored. So it shows that it went down and came back up. Yeah, mine just says, like, I'll go to get on to um, a news website or whatever, and it's like the DNS, it can't connect to the DNS. And I'm like, okay. But I'm still showing that I have full connection and all this other stuff. And my computer is hardwired in. Like, I, I wire my connection in. Mm-hmm. The router still shows that everything is connected. It's just for like a minute or two, it won't connect to shit. So it's really weird. Mention that to me again after we're done. I have some thoughts. Don't hurt yourself. I yeah. So let's talk about etiquette when you're out in public. Fuck you. If you're sitting in a medical waiting room, is it okay to have your phone on speaker talking to people? No, you should have slapped that bitch right in her fucking teeth. Well, that was the guy later, but the woman, <laughs> the woman <laughs> at first, holy fuck, she's, there's a whole, when I first get there, I'm the only one there. How and big it, is this waiting room? It's the one that used to be the express car out on transit. Okay. It's a big waiting room. Yes. There's 
probably and you're only 40 in half seats. Of it. There's, there's two. Right. There's two halves. So you're only in half of it. Right. So I sit down where there's a little table so I can set my stuff down on the table while I'm waiting for Wendy to go through a procedure and stuff. I'm sitting there. This woman sits on the other side of this little table and proceeds to get on the telephone, and she's got cell phone voice. So she's talking like this, and she, like, take a fucking breath, woman. She just keeps talking and talking and talking. She's talking about her sister's sex life. She's talking about she has to have a conversation with her boyfriend. And at that point, I leaned over and asked if anyone else got to talk. Take a breath, woman. Because she never stopped talking. And the woman at the reception desk snorted. Because I think she was getting annoyed with her. And I was just like, take a breath. Does anyone else get to talk in this world? Don't they always have those no cell phone use while you're in the waiting room things? And it's stuff supposed, like that? It, there's a big fucking sign. So then her boyfriend comes out of the, <laughs> what are you doing over there? Sorry. <laughs> They're cooking steaks. <laughs> So see, so now we know how Vinny feels about cell phone nice. etiquette, right? <laughs> and discussions thereof. Hey, could you quiet it down? I'm trying to Google something. <laughs> so her boyfriend comes out from having his procedure. He gets out of the wheelchair because they can bring you out of the wheelchair. He goes, "I'm going to walk." Well, she grabs him and they start. Walk. He goes, "Slow down." I'm still a little woozy, and she goes, "You know I can't walk slow." And continues to drag him out the door. <laughs> so it was so weird. That relationship isn't going to make it past the curb. <laughs> He's got himself a boss babe. Yeah. But she's dressed like she's Amish. She got those little brown boots on and the homemade dress. But she's got a computer and a cell phone, so she can't be Amish. But that's the way she was dressed. Oh. Maybe Mennonite? With a laptop and phone? She's the Amish CEO. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kept saying, anywho... She must have said it 40 times in the 20 minutes that she was sitting there yapping away. Anywho, I just asked her if anyone else got to talk. Take a breath, woman. So you just randomly interrupted a random stranger's phone conversation. Yes. With, with that. Yes. I don't think she's the one that has to worry about etiquette exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but it was 25 minutes of it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? And why are you sitting right next to me? So then she moved one chair. Yeah. One chair. I'd have moved right next to her. No, because on the table on the wrong side of me. He's just not that enthused about this whole thing. Really. No. I should have just moved farther down, but I, I mean, didn't want to sit close to the door because I don't have time to open the cold air blue in. I, I get it. I, I, I've been in doctor's offices where people pull out the phone, they get on the speaker, or they even just put it up to their ear and they start talking like they're deaf. They can't hear shit, and it's their volume is maxed out plus two. It's one thing. If it's it's a, annoying. If it's an old person and they're there with someone else. She's about 25. Two of them that need to hear what's being said through the speakerphone. And one of them is clearly hard of hearing. There's situations where it's of acceptable. There's, there's exceptions. This is not one of them. No. She's just an obtuse asshole. And apparently so is Craig. <laughs> well, <laughs> she was an obtuse asshole. So a room and full of them. <laughs> he had a spell of acute irritability. Ironically, that's what Wendy was there for. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it was about assholes all day. <laughs> Just surrounded. A proctologist dream. Now, if that's what's happening, why aren't you over at the observation deck? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I should be recording that shit. <laughs> no. And she's still not feeling good. I thought that once she got food and later she'd feel a little bit better, but nope. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not doing it. I know the doctor has sent me like five scripts to have it done. I'm like, fuck it. They, look, I feel fine. I just had my physical, okay? And they were like, well, you're coming up on 45, so next year 
we're going to need to do a colonoscopy. And I was like, you're talking about shoving a tube in my butt, right? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, that ain't happening. You don't even know. Uh, they knock you out. And I'm like, I have to go to the, the non or the, the surgical place for them to knock me out. Are you to a shove full knockout? I think you're only in that twilight, aren't you? Like where it's, when he said it's, that it's she, roughly twilight or Wendy says that they put the stuff in, she felt a burning sensation, and the next thing she knows, they said, you're done. Yeah. Holy cow. I, I told the doctor, I'm like, we're fighting. I'm like, we're going to fight. Like, if you come near me with a tube with the intention of shoving it in my bunghole, we're going to fight. I'm like, I tell you what I will do is I'll shit in a shoebox, and we can mail it in. <laughs> I'm like, we can all do that's that gonna now, do right? is, All that's going to do is, though, we I, talked about I'm that. I'm not waiting for that kit to come in the mail. I got it out in the car. <laughs> well, she said, if you do that and it comes back and it's all negative, then you only have to do that once every three years. And I'm like, well, then a shoebox it is for me. <laughs> if you have that's, any that's I, that's what I family history... The shoebox does not work. They will not let you do it. Yeah, I don't have any family history. I check mine twice a week, so I don't really have to go through and get that done. Everything's okay. <laughs> I have an app for that. It smells all right. <laughs> he just takes a dump on his phone and it tells him. Yeah, there it is. Dump on his phone. <laughs> I think we're good. I just, you know what I do is I take it to the vet and I make it like it's Cooper's poo. So they check it. I'll be like, everything's good. I'm like, all but right. But you have worms. <laughs> Have you been eating cat poo? <laughs> your car needs an oil change and your daughter's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> what? what movie was that from? Or what, was that just a, just, a just a joke? That was funny. But, I mean, I think most men would agree. Crap in the box, mail it in, and if you're all good, then there's no tube. Now, if it comes back abnormal, then you got to suck it up and do the tube. That's how, but that's how they get you because it's going to come back inconclusive. So now you pay twice. Again, that's a for me. That's a huge. That's how they get you, the old cola guard. Piece I, of cake. I, I've had it where it's it's come back and it's it's fine. Matt's been mailing shit for the last twenty five hey. years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just shit in a box and take it to UPS. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you do. I worked at a collection My agency. Didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a collection agency once and somebody shit in a box and sent it so, to the collector. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Like they called the police. It was like a federal offense. It was across state lines. Right. Like that dude got in some deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shitting in a shoebox and driving by Quest and throwing it through the window. Here you go. Matt's here again. He's like the colon Unabomber. <laughs> Isn't that vandalism? <laughs> Only if you set it on fire. My doctor told me too. It's really a piece of cake. I do love though it's like in a, a labeled box. I mean, they don't even try to hide it. No, they don't. I marched in the UPS store all proud of Peacock. Here. You know what to do with it. <laughs> Here it is. It's a turd in the box. Mm -hmm. Let's yep. mail it out. <laughs> hey, weigh that some bitch first. I want to know how much. That is. There's got to be just a, a plethora of uh, violations that go along with that, I would think. But what are you going to do? Well, I mean, there's. It, it's got to be what? It's, it's only a small sample, right? Yeah, it, what it is is... <laughs> I'm going to so throw a full log in there. I just shit right in the box they said <laughs> for. I'm right. just going to drop a load right in the box. Yeah, it's, it's a little... This appears to be a little heavier than our normal it's sample. Like a, it's like a little pail that <laughs> clips onto your toilet seat, and then that sets inside the box it comes in, and you, you seal it up in a bag. So it's all you know, hermetically sealed, and then you seal the box up, and the box is pre-labeled, and you take it to the UPS So it is store. a full-on poo. It's not a little scraping yeah. of it. Oh, no, you'd, you'd shit in a little bucket in your toilet. Oh, this, I'm professional at that. <laughs> it's going to be a 15 stamper. I feel like I want to bring a Cola Guard box and rub brownie mix all over it. 
put a little peanut butter in there. Like this was tough. Like your Make fingers. sure you add some peanuts for realism. There you go. Just take a shit. It's a space That's peanut. Get rid of plastic shopping bags. People are just taking their shit in a shopping bag, dropping their shoebox, and throw it in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? A little pudding inside so when it seeps out. <laughs> just keep going with it. Yeah. yeah the employee is a cola guard. Yeah. That must be a terrible job. It must be really <laughs> shitty. Yeah, that's not a place I'd care to work. Alan, I bet you the Alan, turnover rate. You cook where you work. That's... Ever had a food fight at work? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, I'm filling up my squirt gun. <laughs> oh, all right, we got the poo joke squared away. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for... Occupying yourselves while I finished watching the race. All right. <laughs> who won? William Byron. That's who I thought was going to win. It's a 24 car. It's Jeff Gordon's car, so of course it won. So you guys are all doing that. Would you get anybody doing anything fun this week? And I had a party to go to. A friend of mine's 60th birthday, his wife's 60th birthday. We went to see Funny Girl at Shays. Oh, that had to be nice. The lead woman singer, holy shit, could she sing. Really? It was amazing. I do like that. Howie said it sucked, but he's wrong. No, I think that would be a good show. If, I mean, if you like that type of stuff. Like, I don't think he would like that. He's a season ticket holder with us. But maybe the Funny Girl isn't his cup of tea is what I'm saying. Right. He liked Miss Saigon because of the boobies. I was at, uh, when I was at my party, I had this extremely uh, beautiful woman ask me if I wanted to see her boobie. Just one boobie? Yeah. And I'm like, well. That's why you're getting those videos on your phone. I look around. Maybe oh. that's what <laughs> it is. <laughs> I said, well, absolutely. It seemed thrilled to show me. And so. She kind of lifts, I'm thinking, okay, she lifts her shirt up, like on the side, just to pull her arm out, and she has a bumblebee with a sheet on it as a boo, so it's a boo bee. Oh, like a little ghost <laughs> bee. Like a little ghost bee. Oh, how cute. It Where? Was, it uh, was funny. On her arm. Oh. She has like the, Dis- what do you call that, big castle from Disney, the, is that the Cinderella castle or whatever yes. it is? Yes. So her whole arm is all Cinderella, and she has it on the back of her arm, her boo bee. It was funny. I didn't know she was going with it, but I knew it wasn't anything bad. I was like, yeah, of course I want to see your booby. But she, when she went into the tattoo, she was telling the story when she went into the tattoo place because she wants something for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, all right, you pick something out. You got like whatever, 15 or 20 minutes to put a tattoo on you for whatever event they were at. And she's like, hear me out. I want a booby. And then she tells the woman what it is. And the lady says, say no more. So she sketched something up real quick. And I really, it's kind of funny looking. It's nice. So that was it. But yeah, 60th birthday party. I, that's when my friend said, hey, can you do me a favor? I'm like, yeah, whatever you need, man. He said, can you make food for 60? <laughs> so I, I had to cook. <laughs> and they had just a ton of food left over. We did chicken parm, pasta, beef on weck. It's all homemade rolls and everything like that. And Craig, since we're doing our little diet thing, I didn't eat any of that stuff. I ate a little bit of roast beef with some horseradish, but and then carrots and celery and cucumbers and stuff, but I didn't have any of the pasta, any of the stuff. Yeah. This is it, man. This Lenten season. I'm getting shredded. Yeah. Uh, at least trying to at least trying to form habits to eat healthier. You know, you gotta do it for it two weeks. That's how long it takes to form. That's that it. Habit. So we're on. We're going to be on week two right now. Good. Do it for forty days, right? Is that how long we got to do it for? Yep. And I don't do like some people say the cheat days. Like when we were growing up, like oh, we can cheat on Sundays if you wanted, but I don't do that. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go right through it. What about Friday night fish fries? Yeah, but I I would eat that. And I, mean, I only like fish fries honestly, like during the week. Friday nights, I think just being in the restaurant for so long and making so many fish fries, <laughs> like you just get. I don't want fish on Fridays. Right. You know what I have done? I bought the planks for my grill, and I'll go to Montando's get a. Fish like the cedar plank, you the, mean? Yeah, cedar yeah, plank. those are nice. And put it on my grill and cook it that way. It's so good. I got a case of uh, the Icelandic uh, haddock 
couple of weeks ago and a couple of pounds, I think four or five pounds of shrimp when I was at the depot. So I've been having shrimp. I like, I do love me some shrimp. I'll just, I'll make it easy. That a little wine, a little Old Bay seasoning, call it a day. So that's some good, and some shrimps. olive oil. Yep. And I stopped my alcohol consumption after Valentine's Day. I just had, I had a weird drink. And it just didn't sit well with me afterwards, so I'm done for now. Yeah. Got roofied. No, unless my wife was doing the roofie. Hey, I don't know. I think I'm going to stick to my booze for, it sounds funny to say it, but just for medicinal purposes. Like if I want like a little ounce of something, then I'll have that. But it's not going to be like, let's go out, have some beers, let's do some drinks, let's do some shots. I'm not going to do that. So if I, I haven't had a drink in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and really, since that one episode where I... Got a little bit crazy. I think that was the awesome next episode. day. Like I stopped after the that. Grand Marnier episode. The, the Grand yeah. Marie Mar got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, though. I mean, it's tasty. It is. I might have to switch to Cointreau or something, though, because the Grand Marie Mar gets me. It's expensive too. Yeah, it is. But it's good. You know, whatever. Sixty bucks a month. That's not too bad. I wish. And that I'm complaining about cable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that the Bourbon of the Month Club wasn't so goddamn expensive, but it is very expensive. Well, yeah. Well, it's good bourbon. It is. But I don't think I can drink that much bourbon a month. I mean, I could. Most people then, wouldn't pay for a subscription for shitty bourbon of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could Maybe drink they that would. Much, <laughs> I could drink that much bourbon, but then when my blood work came back and my liver enzymes were off, the doctor would have me going to 15 specialists. And, yeah. and, instead of just telling me, quit fucking drinking, let's send me to 15 specialists. What is yeah. it, like your ALT or some shit? Yeah. If that motherfucker was at like 150, they'd be like, you got a problem. Right. You know, cause, it should be about 60. Well, it, it should be 49 or under because mine is at 55. How do you guys know these numbers? Well, I... I, I because started, the doctor has been screaming them at them for a year. <laughs> like, I get blood work done. I don't even look at the sheet. Uh, you don't really? I, I did. No. I did. So, and it's like 49 and under is normal, but... You know, and I asked her, I was like, so 55, is that bad? She's like, yeah, not really. She goes, we'd be really concerned if it was like double or triple because then that would, you know, lead us to believe that you're an alcoholic or something. And I'm like, well, that's not the fucking case. What about me driving through the building? That didn't tip you off at all? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a cheaper for cheaper. (laughs) But um, I was like, you know, I've been taking pre-workout for like six months. And she was like, "Eh, that could do it. And I was like, okay, time for me to lay off. So I just stopped doing pre-workout for... I don't do pre-workout anymore. I just don't do any workout. That helps. There you go. There you go. I went well, to have some bourbon the other know. day, and all the, the, I had two two bottles of bourbon for my New Year's Eve party, and I haven't. I don't drink it all that much. I love bourbon. But then bourbon I went is so good. I don't know what happened. So it's gone. I mean, that, that that's because it's good. Yeah. The, who was drinking? Were you drinking bourbon that no. night? Yeah. So I had two. I didn't nice, drink anything the night that I was here for your New Year's Eve. I had, well, one and a three quarters of a bottle of stuff, you know. And I was like, oh, my I was God. driving that day, so. Oh. But yeah, that was gone. If I'm driving. I'm not drinking. People were hammering at all the booze. Like the booze, they did a lot of drinking. Dude, I walked into bowling last week. It was Valentine's Day for bowling. Mm-hmm. And I had a... Wasn't it Valentine's Day for everybody? Yes. Oh. So I walked in. <laughs> bowling fell on Valentine's Day. How's that? There you go. I walked in with a Walmart bag full of Tootsie Pop Roll Pops. The Tootsie Pops. And I walked in. I go, ho, ho, ho. I'm Cupid Claus. Happy Valentine's Day. Who wants a special surprise for my sack? <laughs> They, some people were not amused. Why most they not were amused by that. Prudes. As usual, most of the ladies were disappointed with how small your surprise was. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's <laughs> typical. You're the same shade of white as I am, so you know what I mean. <laughs> hey. I don't see how that's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to bring the phone number of that girl who gave me her number, though. I was going to actually really give it to you. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Hey, do you remember me from the Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> this shirt gives it away. Yeah. Pretty sweet, right? It is a pretty sweet shirt. I'm wearing this because I'm still chafed from my uh, operation today. Ah. Uh, operation today? I had a stress test, so she shaved me, and it's chafed. <laughs> I don't think that counts as surgery. Oh. But she put a bleed to my skin. That's, they stopped that's the surgery. stress test, though. Because? Because I was just doing so well, and it was going over. And they're like, are you done? Like, I'm running. I'm jogging on it, and I'm having a full-on conversation. They're like, we can... Do you want to keep going? I was like, I don't know. Do you have all the information? He's like, oh, yeah. We could have stopped like five minutes ago. <laughs> then I'm why like, didn't you? Yeah. I'm like, <gasps> okay. I'm not paying extra for this. Yeah. So we went through. So they, I didn't realize they'd have a doctor in there, too. So there's the person doing mm-hmm. the stress test, and then there's a doctor there. So they were going through, and they're like, you're like you're the best specimen that we've seen doing this test in like a couple of years. You could be an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was full, like, really like, you know, they do all the different levels and I'm like full, like, like walking really, really. Once I started walking and fast, walking. I said, I can't walk fast anymore. Can I, can I jog? And they're like, yeah, you want to jog? So I started jogging. I've, I was like, that's better because the walk fast is a weird motion. Right. You know, so you're at the point now where you're just kind of jogging and they're like, well, is this going to be, when, tell me when it gets extremely difficult. If it gets to like, you're going to have to put me in a full on sprint if you want it to be extremely difficult. And I'm okay if you want to do that, but. Lower the treadmill a little bit too. I don't want to be. On I shocked my doctor the other day because I said to him, "Is it normal that my left arm goes numb occasionally?" And he goes, "What?" I go, <laughs> "Usually when I turn my head to the right like this because I have a pinched nerve in my neck, my whole my whole arm will go numb." And he thought I was having a heart attack. Well, are you having chest pains, dude? I have never had a chest pain. Yeah. So, but he freaked out. <laughs> I, that's what I always say too. There's something wrong. My, my why's my left arm? Numb? But what I have had once in a while on like my fingertips is they turn white on like. Raynaud's. Is that what it's called? Raynaud's? Raynaud's disease, yeah. My wife has I have a that. disease? Yes. Is it like a real disease? It my, is. My, my wife, wife and my that. oldest have it. Yeah, yeah. it's... How come it's I never had so it before? I just looking. got it like this year. Have you had any autoimmune problems lately? <laughs> no. I don't have any autoimmune. Do you have any thyroid issues? No. Okay. Pituitary? No. Do you have... I'm saying no, like I've never got those things right. checked. He's, He's saying no, but he doesn't pay attention to the numbers right. from his blood work. Yeah, I mean, it's only happened like twice when it was really, really cold out. But my triglycerides but they were 585. white. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 was just cold. it could just be a circle. 585. Yeah. You're not 20 anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mine are like 60. But they were 585, and the doctor goes, oh, we need to discuss this. What's no shit. What's 585? <laughs> triglycerides. That's super bad. <laughs> super bad. Anything over 100 is almost immediate stroke. They were worried nah. a little bit about my blood pressure. Today. Well, yeah, my LDL and my non-LDL are both like 30 points too high. And they're like, you got to cut down on the red meat. And I was like, fuck that. I was like, I really don't want to, but I'm doing it. I've, I've cut you down. You either the, live or you can die happy. Well, I've cut down the portion <laughs> size. Uh-huh. And I've now added, I'm just eating 16 ounces of serving. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've also added more fish to my diet, too. Oh, like, I just go. did smoked salmon this, uh, what was it, oh, Saturday. I, I, was, I wish, I always want to like it. I try yeah, it all me the too. time. Same and I'm thing. like, I just want to like it, and I don't. No, nope, me neither. If I, I've told you before when I tried it before. If I eat it, it's got to be with this crappy Thai chili sauce on it that's just mm. all sugar. Right. And then I can eat it. And it's like, at that point in time, it's just the health. So is pork better going. for you, then? Real um, natural pork, not lean, the actual stuff pork. you bought. Any, anything lean. So, like, even, like, 93% lean ground beef is technically not all that bad because you can have four ounces and only get 23% of the cholesterol you need for the day. So, I get my beef from a cow that's been butchered, mm-hmm. and it's cut lean already. Yeah. So, shouldn't that be better? 
You would think, yeah. It's what? going from farm to plate, basically, right? I mean, I'm right? eating it five times a week. That's probably the bad part. Well, eh, beef, what? Cut of beef. Well, I I love New York strips, so usually I have them cut into as many as if I can get as many strip steaks as possible. Okay, so your ground meat. So there's only so many strip steaks yeah. on a half a cow. Though. I know, right? So there's like, eight. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, fresh from the butcher is is best. That's generally where I get all my stuff is the butcher. I got mine from the farmer, which was cool. Yeah, but I had too. mine all cut up, and I just they threw everything, and I was like, just put everything, and I just want ground beef. So well, then they got, asked us about ours. How lean do you like your your ground beef? I like it lean. Uh, not me. So there's Throw no, the fat in there. There's not a lot of sizzle the in the pan. You have to add a little water to it to keep it sizzling. Mm, that's so, not sizzling, though. No. If, if, if it's not 80-20, there's not enough fat in it to be flavorful. No, there still is. Yeah, just season it with salt. Yeah. I, I usually use 93-7. <laughs> that's typically probably what it is. You know, and I, that's what we use. But we use a, um, there's like a grass-fed beef, and it tastes totally different than the normal ground beef you get at the... At the the butcher, or not the butcher, but the grocery store. And I like it better. I think it's more flavorful. Like I said, it's 93% lean, so... And we cook off or drain most of the fat. Yeah. And then, you know, you add the seasonings and water or whatever else you're doing. Tomato paste, you know, stir it up. But uh, Stir it up. Pretty much. But like, pretty darling. Isn't, but that, like, isn't it, that a movie out now? Bob Marley. That's a new movie that's out right now. Yeah. It's to the point now where my middle child is like, I'm so sick of chicken. Because we eat a lot of chicken. We've been eating turkey and fish and pork. We've been eating a lot of leaner meats. And now it's like, I was like, I, I looked at my wife tonight when my daughter said that. And I was like, we're doing fucking beef tacos tomorrow. Like, it's just happening. There is no other type of tacos. You can, you can call them that, but they're not tacos. Fish tacos. Are we, nope. So, Jenny, tacos. Jenny O makes a turkey sausage that's got uh, taco seasoning in it. And I was like, you know what? I'll buy two pounds of this and I'll give it a whirl. And I cooked it up and it took a while to break it up into to really small pieces. But um, once it all cooked and everything, you know, with lettuce and tomato and little guacamole. Sure. Yeah, it'll pass. Little cheese, a little bit of hot sauce. Like, it was actually pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll do that again. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love beef, and there's really no substitute for beef. But, you know, when That's you're... what's for dinner. When your cholesterol is a little fucking high, and, you know, you got to make a few cuts here and there, you know, there they're are worse things. Yeah. I've been on the fish and shrimp kick lately, though, which is good. And fish so is good for that. you. Fish is good for you, and it is tasty, you know, and I just... But I, I do. I'm getting to the point now where, like, if I do anything, it's just like a little bit of olive oil, some lemon, and... uh a little bit of pepper on it. Again, I got the Old Bay there or something I can put on it, but I don't go nuts with too many things, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I put a, like a red sauce on there, but I've even been staying away from this from all the different sauces. Again, just trying to do some serious clean eating. I'm like, I really want to go through. Like I've said, I think when I first on the podcast, I'm trying. Oh, everybody wants to lose weight, but it's just not even losing weight. I just want to get healthier, and if I happen to lose weight in the meantime, that's good, but it stopped because a couple of weeks ago when I was, uh, I think I told you, I was doing something over at work and working out with the, the, the security law enforcement, doing stuff, and then I couldn't even get off the ground. I couldn't get myself and put, put myself up off the floor, which has never happened to me before. And I had a little, like, a pull in my, in my right leg, but it shouldn't have kept me debilitated like that. So then I was like, I got to stop. So I've been eating sugar forever. You know, because we've been cooking and it's all cookies and pies and this and that and fried this and fried that. And I'm like, I'm done. So once I did that, I'm like, it's 
I, I feel better. Now I just tested it the other day, and, you know, I feel better. My joints don't hurt, and I put it on the ground, off the ground, on the ground, off the ground, so not a huge deal anymore, but that sugar is a killer, man. That's like me, you know, finding out that I'm I'm pre-diabetic, so now I've got to watch the carbs, and, you know, you're supposed to have, I believe it's like 60 a mil, you know, keep it under 60 a mil, so I've been trying to do that, and I'm like, I'm fucking hungry all the time. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Trying to lower the cholesterol, you know, so cutting the portion of red meat down a little bit. I've been back in the gym now for three weeks, you know, four days a week, and I'm putting in like two-hour workouts. Like I'm lifting for an hour and 15 to an hour and 20, and then I'm, I'm walking for like 30. Yeah. You know, obviously, yeah, walking. you know, obviously the remainder of the time is like getting up the stairs and mm-hmm. getting my gym clothes and stuff on there and all that other shit. I'm finally under 200 pounds for the first time in like forever. I'm down to about 197, That's and I'm good. used to walking around between 205 and 210. I weighed in for my physical a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was like, you're 197. I was already doing some stuff I needed to to cut some weight because I was like, I, I got to get down into the 190s. Because anything above 200 for me is like not good for my for my knees. Yeah, um, I've already got a lot of wear and tear on them. It sucks. Like, I love Reese's candy bars and shit like that, and, you know, an ice cold glass of milk excuse me, at night, you know, I can't do that shit anymore. One, it's bad for the sugar. Yeah, two, it's it's just sitting. That's, see, I would do stupid things because I, I would have some drinks, drinking my Grand Mari Mar, and then afterwards I'd have, like, there's a good, you know, always ice cream in the fridge, so I would take the ice cream and I would throw, like, break up pretzels, put peanut butter in there and chocolate syrup and whatever, peanuts and different whatever nuts I have and granola, and that would be a snack. And it's ridiculous, but it's so good. Been there. Uh, cinnamon it's, Toast Crunch is probably my kryptonite. <laughs> I, I love that. It's my all-time favorite cereal. You guys know I've been doing keto for years. Mm-hmm. If you're going into pre-diabetes, I can't recommend it enough. I know you're not used to not eating carbs, and the first month or two can be off-putting, frankly. But once you get into ketosis, you can have a cheat day. I'm in a cheat day right now. I've been eating carbs all fucking day. And mm-hmm. tomorrow I go back to not eating carbs. But uh, then it doesn't, but then the ketosis stops. It doesn't just go right. You're not in a ketosis tomorrow. No. It's going to take another 10 I days am. or 12 days. I am because I've been doing this for so long and I do this so frequently. My body can jump back into ketosis in under 24 hours. And if it doesn't. I don't think that's just biologically possible. Because I've trained my body to do it. It doesn't. If you just started doing keto, it takes at least a month for the initial. It's called um, induction, mm-hmm. where you cut out almost all carbs. You get 20 carbs a day. That's it. It's a, it's a lifestyle change. But once you get used to it, I've spent months living on 20 carbs a day, and you just don't consciously eat carbs. I do what's called dirty keto. I don't count carbs. I just don't eat carbs. And when I do eat carbs, I'm eating low-carb products. I just got English muffins for the first time in maybe... 15 years. I love English muffins, but they don't make low carb ones. So I haven't been just, I just cut them out of my diet. Tammy found low carb muffins. So I can have an English muffin as my, my, my sandwich instead of regular bread. And it's, it's no more or less carbs. It's just using a wheat that has higher fiber. Mm -hmm. So it tastes exactly the same. It's just it's got a carbs. higher dietary fiber in it, which right. you subtract from the carbs. gross, and then you have your net. net carbs. Exactly. Yeah. So 
we did Atkins for a couple of years, and that's how I learned to do the net carb thing, and that's what makes it what I'm doing dirty keto because I'm it's not purely ketogenic. Yeah. Um, and I'll also do things like you get a four hour window every three days. There's nothing you can eat in four hours that'll take you out of ketosis. So you can go to a, a birthday party and have a piece of chocolate, a, a birthday cake, and not exclude yourself from the celebration that way or draw attention to yourself. You just have a piece of cake. And as long as you're having a piece of cake, you can have a few other carbs too. As long as you don't, it just seems like that's. And I understand it. If you're that good, it just seems everything you're saying to me seems completely wrong. But it's not. And and I know it's working for you, I guess, but it just seems like, you know, but again, I don't know everything. I'm not going to give up carbs totally. Like, I love bread too much. Uh I felt the same way. I had to stop making the, the bread that I was making, the homemade bread at work. I stopped making that. I'm like, I can't. I, we make it. I make these loaves of bread. They're so dense and delicious. And then you know, I, we, we did that last week. We had, uh, we had a showing where, um, what do you call it, a shadowing, where we had students from Niagara Falls come to our school. So I had stations set up. like uh, I had 12-inch knives and stuff with potatoes for them to peel. And I had cut pieces of bread uh, out of our homemade bread and let it get stale for like two days waiting for them to come on. So uh, some of the kids were doing French toast with the stale bread. And this just it just it and I didn't eat any of it because I was still giving up that stuff but it was looked so good and then the counselors are there with me and they're watching the kids i was like all right guys here's a quick rundown i said the first thing i teach was going to be knife safety here's the knife 12 inch chef's knife the first thing is is. always the first lesson is always safety yes always so we're doing that but this is how you hold it. this is what you do now you're going to peel some potatoes and you're going to cut them and they're like i said look if you're going to cut your finger off you might as well do it now don't worry about getting signed up for class let's get it done to the council just like you're going to give these kids knives? Yeah. <laughs> give them the knife. So they had to go through. And my kids were actually doing so great with them by teaching them and training them, too. So they were elevated because they became the teacher now instead of the student. So they were helping the new ones on there. But when they did the bread, I mean, I'm sitting there looking at this French toast. And I had all the real Vermont maple syrup, too, to go with this. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's like my cup of tea right there. But I was like, no, not going to do it. Not going to do it. So good. And the one the one counselor's there. He's looking he's like, no, no, no. And I'm looking at him because he's not he's kind of a round guy. And I said, let's be honest. I said, are you going to be happy with us throwing these out? You know, I mean, I feel like you should eat one. He's like, well, if you're going to throw it out, then I'm like, OK, which we wouldn't have thrown out. But you got to give, you know, make him feel better. So he went that and he's like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. So good. Yeah, I've just modified my diet a little. So instead of like normal pasta, I've gone to a whole grain pasta because it's, you know, higher in a dietary fiber. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like 39 grams of carbs, but it's seven grams of dietary fiber. So a serving net carbs would be 32. So, okay, that's not bad. And then I look at my, my pesto sauce and the, you know, the pork meatballs that I throw on top. And then I have room for a slice of garlic bread. And I'm underneath my 60 because I have a glass of water with it. And even if I, I, I drink my sweet tea, I've even worked it outward. The sweet tea I make, one cup of the sweet tea I make has uh, 12 grams of sugar in it, which is 12 carbs. And I guess if you're going to do it, that's the way to go. You guys are throwing numbers out and you're paying attention. I just omit stuff and... Don't look at anything. I'm not paying attention. Well, (laughs) you know, I'm looking at it this way. I'm trying to, I don't want to give up the foods that I love because I'm a gigantic foodie. Mm -hmm. But I want to know how I can still have them in a reasonable size and not go overboard with the carbs. Like I love Portion control. Nobody in this country knows portion control. We're all fat fucks. Well... It's not you know, just because of the portion. They're getting bad choices. And, and so, yeah. But Processed I mean, food too. even yeah. with I mean, me. I'm, I'm losing weight and I'm eating as much as I want. It's not about portion control exclusively. That's one approach. 
It is one approach. So for me, I'm doing a portion control and I'm, I'm exercising. But there are days, though, like every, every weekend, I generally cheat. I have a cheat day where it's like I'm going to have a couple slices of pizza and it's okay. Meanwhile, all the old people, <laughs> we all sound old all of a sudden. What the fuck? It's because you're old. Well, we're all in middle age. It's just the facts I, of life. I reached the halfway point back in December, so. Yes, we know. So did you. Nuh-uh. <laughs> hey, the, uh-uh. My family doesn't live that long. I hit middle age at 30. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost back to the bottom of the hill. There's a better podcast than ours called Two Keto Dudes. And if you're at all interested in learning about ketosis... Did you just denigrate much, our own podcast? They are a he much did. better source than I am. Mm-hmm. And you want to listen to the old episodes. Start at the like beginning and work your way forward because... They get more advanced. They they don't like cover the old stuff, the the basic stuff anymore. They actually have a series of episodes that are dedicated to people who are just starting uh, ketogenic diet. So check that out. Two keto dudes. T O O. Then the the word of the digit two. <laughs> yeah, I mean everybody has their their exercise and meal plan that works for them. And I've always found that if I use portion control and I eat specific things and I work out, I'm generally totally fine. Fuck like bunnies. That helps. That does. (laughs) It's my cardio. That doesn't make any sense because you've gotten fatter. (laughs) I'm just bulking. Just bulking. It's Weight Gainer 3000. I'm looking ripped and totally buff, dude. Yeah. Yeah, 2000. I'm so buff, I can't even fit through the door. (laughs) I fucking love that episode. Hey, Beefcake. Beefcake. Such a funny episode. Getting started. Keto flu. Monday, February 15th, 2016. In the prior episode of... Two keto guys, Carl and Richard, bring you up to speed on the science and common sense behind the ketogenic diet. That's right. Two key, the, the digit two, ketodudes.com. And I guess that's the website of the week. Okay. Well, I guess we got that done com. early. Yeah, that's done early. Early? We've been over an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> really? Yes. What's happening in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody really care anymore? Yeah, that's the best part of the show. Uh, you have a, you have to tell us how they got. They didn't get us last week. They didn't get us last week. They didn't get us last week. They got us this week though. No. Let's Wait a minute. How about the guy that tried to stick the matchsticks up his nose for world record? Yeah. Did they accept the matchsticks, or did he get them from the dude who built the Eiffel Tower? I thought you wanted to move on. I'm just asking the simple question. Nobody nobody knows what you're talking. About. It sounds the like it's going to be a complicated answer because you aren't explaining yourself. And now, Eiffel Tower matchstick news. Guinness uh, earlier had denied a guy uh, who spent, uh, what, how much, eight years of his life um, going through and building this Eiffel Tower. But let's see. World record holder stick by stick only to have the judges disqualified for using the wrong materials. He ordered special matches that didn't have the, uh, the striking part on the match, which is a tedious part to actually take off. Um, so some people thought he a little cheated, but 
Guinness initially said he used the wrong type of matchsticks and they disqualified him. But days later, Guinness reversed its decision and director of records Mark McKinley told the New York Times in an interview that they had been a little heavy handed with the regulations for the matchstick. Yay. So Guinness did not immediately respond, but uh, <laughs> he shared with Reuters, we're really excited to be able to approve it. Richard attempt truly is uh, officially amazing. So, uh, so the, the matchstick Eiffel Tower is finally recognized as the tallest matchstick structure in the world. So, you know what, buddy? Congratulations. If you haven't seen the, the huge matchstick Eiffel Tower. Huge. Huge. I would take a look at it because it's actually it's pretty cool. I mean, the thing is huge. So, uh, yeah, check it out. It's pretty cool. And uh, uh, good for him. Good for, I think, a public outcry said that's BS. And, again, it's a change of their stance. So. He done got got at first, but now he's not got. That's how Guinness got got. Guinness got got. <laughs> so, yeah, good for that guy. I'm happy for him. Oh, is there another one? Yeah. Look at that. There is one. I'm just like, what's going on here? I thought that was maybe one of your Canada ones. But let's see. There is a loophole that got a guy free rent in a New York hotel for five years, and then he claimed to own the building. For five years, a New York City man managed to live rent-free in a landmark Manhattan hotel by exploiting an obscure local housing law. But prosecutors this week said McKinley Berretto went too far when he filed paperwork claiming ownership of the entire New York hotel building and tried to charge another tenant rent. So on Wednesday, he was arrested and charged with filing false property records, uh, but the 48-year-old said he was surprised when police showed up at his boyfriend's apartment. What? Hold on. You read that right. Uh, okay. With guns. Was that racist of me or whatever the thing? I just, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend anybody. Just, it's, I guess reading it out loud struck me. I thought I screwed up. And uh, It was not at all racist at all. Okay. <laughs> Apartment with guns and bulletproof shields. As far as he was concerned, it should be a civil case, not a criminal one. I said, oh, I thought you were doing something for Valentine's Day to spice up the relationship until I saw the female officer. So I guess that does go along with the story. Now it's racist. Okay. But the indictment on fraud and criminal contempt charges is just the last chapter in the years-long legal saga when he and his boyfriend paid about 200 to rent one of the more than 1,000 rooms in the towering Art Deco structure in 1930. So he asked for a lease, and the hotel promptly kicked him out. He went to court the next day. The judge denied, and he appealed to the state Supreme Court, and he won the appeal. The judge ordered the hotel to give the guy a key and said he could live there until 2023 without paying any rent. So, uh, man, this is long. Is there an end to this thing? And eventually they got kicked out, and uh, I'm just going to create a story for you. You go read it if you want, but I'm going to say he got kicked out because he's got he screwed those guys for five years when they do deserve some money, and uh, now he's, uh, instead of living in an Art Deco building, he's in a tent city in uh, Los Angeles. The end. <laughs> city. This guy found out about this law. I don't remember if it's a state law or not, but any building built before 1969, if they're using it, if they're renting you a room, you can demand a lease, a six-month lease. So he tried to enforce that. They kicked him out of the hotel. He sued them and lost. He appealed and won. They didn't send a lawyer to the appeal. Oh. They just assumed that he it was going to get thrown out. So they him. never followed up. So they lost by default because they didn't show up for the case. The judge said, you guys have to give him a key now. They didn't. He didn't say, you have to 
give him a six-month lease. They, he said, you have to give him a key. You have to let him back in. Huh? And that's where he left it. So now this guy's saying, the judge didn't give me one room. He gave me the whole building because it's not subdivided. Oh. As far as the, the law is concerned, it's all one building. And the, lawyers, the, the judge said, I get the key to that. That means he gave it to me. It's all mine. So he made up fake paperwork to go with that. And he's been going around getting loans. Convinced, it's, like, it's like selling a bridge. You uh-huh. know? So that's what he's doing illegally. Is He's claiming that this judgment against the owner of the building is his now transfer of ownership. The judge wasn't specific enough. And so he's got a legal case to say that he owns this building, but it won't hold up in court. No. It's just they got to get him back into court to do it. Yeah. So that's how they get you. But it's kind of good. I mean, if he can go through and go get one big fat loan with your fake paperwork and then move, call it a day. Now, the thing is, this guy, or this building is owned by the Moonies. Oh, really? You remember the, yeah. the Hare Krishnas that used to hang out at the airport? And yeah. Hit tambourines and beg for money, and they they all wore the white robes and the they had their ponytail, but they had a ponytail. They own this building, and he's claiming that he's doing this to screw them so they don't make any money. He's trying to get steal the building away from this religion. Oh. Uh, um, what's the name of the guy? The Unification Church under Reverend Sun Myung Moon. That was it. The people who deliver my newspapers. <laughs> That's a that's a different set of Koreans. They were from Texas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the aliens did not land at 104 and 18. Jesus. That's where Jesus was supposed to come back. At that intersection? Yes. I pr- was pretty sure it was aliens. Spaghettification. What's your people? Who are the spaghetti heads that you like? The Pastafarians? Pastafarians. <laughs> Spaghettification is a little different thing that you said is debunked. <laughs> But it's not. The ones that were wearing the uh, pasta <laughs> yeah. on there and claimed it was religion. I thought you were just trying to sound more photosynthesis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This episode is sepaternal. <laughs> so, Rich, what's happening? With in so many rights. Canada this week. Cue the music. <laughs> you almost missed your cue there, buddy. Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim? Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada Watch. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week. Oh, where'd it go? Where is Canada? Someone's still in Canada. It's to the west from here. No, I left it here somewhere. Here we go. Canadian military police have decided not to charge a sex worker who they alleged had unlawfully used army uniforms. Police had threatened in December to charge Kingston area sex worker Christina, who offers discounts to Canadian soldiers for her services. They alleged 
Gilcrest broke the law with the unlawful use of military uniforms, citing photographs on her website in which she was shown wearing which what appeared to be Canadian camouflage uniforms known as CADPAT. So it looks like regular camouflage, but it's all maple leaves. That's Is that the, anything like pad the Thai? Canadian version. No. That would be the, that would be the, the camouflage in Thailand. <laughs> in addition, senior leaders at that military base also warned troops to stay away from the woman who described herself as a, quote, military fetishist. In a new message to the 32-year-old Gilcrest military police now say they have concluded the investigation and that no charges would be laid. But she will be. (laughs) (laughs) They said, I will remind you, CADPAT uniforms are accountable items, and if you have any authentic uniforms in your possession, even if they were purchased from a surplus store or gifted to you, they should be returned to the Canadian Armed Forces. Gilcrest told... Is that how the U.S. forces are, too? No. We can buy army surplus, but the Canadians don't appreciate that. They do not like it. You already knew that? Like, if I was to go across the border to Canada, and when they do the inspection at the uh, Border Patrol, if I had a piece of U.S. military equipment, it's like a $500 fine for each piece of equipment. Like, wow. it's it's weird. Yeah. They, they tell you about that when you get um, stationed at Fort Drum. They're like, if you go to Canada, don't have any military equipment in your vehicle. Anything that's paramilitary, because they'll say, oh, well, you're a soldier, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's a so-and-so dollar fine, like per piece of whatever. <laughs> can't, you can't even have anything green because it might be military? I don't know. Never been to Canada. Really? Yeah. Never felt the need. I was there yesterday. Never felt the need. Oh, really? It's nice. They're yeah. nice. <laughs> they, have a, they have a beautiful ballet. I'm not big Ignore on the ballet. Canada is nice. Uh, you, should, you should at least hop across the border and check out the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. Yes. It's I the hear best way to see it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get a, they have the better view because we're hosting the, the better falls. <laughs> Gilcrest told the newspaper she was happy with the outcome. She's offered a 25% discount to Canadian Forces personnel, pointing out that she has repeatedly stated in her advertising that she was not, nor had never been, a member of any military. To lay a charge would have required Canadian military police to prove Gilcrest was actually using Canadian Forces-issued uniforms and not one of the many commercially produced copies of Canadian military camouflage pants and jackets that are available. She said she'd gotten warnings mid-December to stay away, but uh, they backfired. As a result of the military highlighting her presence in the area, she has received multiple messages from military personnel interested in her services. In other words, there's no such thing as bad PR. In 2015, a man from Cantley, Quebec, pleaded guilty to two counts of unlawfully wearing a military uniform and medals. He was spared jail and given a suspended sentence. Another imposter was arrested by military police in 2011, but not before the Winnipeg man attended several Canadian Forces functions and was profiled in a local newspaper in full military uniform as a soldier heading to the Afghan war. So that's full stolen glory. Oh, although, with the exchange rate, it's... Uh, never mind. <laughs> oh, I was with Princess Patricia's Royal Infantry in Kandahar in 02, so... They're legit, right? Yeah, those they're legit guys. Yeah, yeah. Their MREs are really good. They actually have real bread in their MREs. That you can't eat anymore. <laughs> Oh, no, I can. I just he could back the, then, though. suffer the consequences. He was, he was still pre-pre-diabetic. Yeah, what he said. In other news, some people might have been taken aback to receive a cookie tin full of penises in the mail, but not Dale Wells. 
It's exactly the sort of package the British artist and gallery owner was hoping to get when he offered penis amnesty to anyone who returns the several penises that have been snatched off a statue of his town's mythological founder. A handwritten note scrawled in a printed newspaper article about the missing members, including included in the package, reads, Pick these up after cleaning granddad's house. Think they are what you're looking for. But the statue in question is made of fiberglass, while the six mystery male penises are not. It looks like clay, Wells told the CBC. I mean, I haven't bitten into them or anything like that, but yeah, they're simply just clay. Wells is the co-owner of the Turntable Gallery in Grimsby, England, which is home to a badly butchered statue of a naked man hoisting a small child, also naked, on his shoulders. The statue created by a Douglas Wayne... Hobson in 1973 depicts characters from 13th century Middle English literature or key fingers figures in Grimsby's local lore. Now, why am I reading this for Canada Watch? It's on the cbc.ca website. I just assumed this was in Canada. That's what's happening in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us that you're going to repeat? I gave it to you! I was going to ask if you wanted to reiterate it. I will reiterate it. Uh, that website again is twoketodudes.com that's the digit two. Fake news. Ketodudes.com. Check it out. Eat anything you want, just like Rich says, and you have no ill effects. And you, can just, and you can just say you've got keto. It's keto. <laughs> so you just say the word keto, and whatever you eat yes. is now keto. It's like magic. This bowl of cereal identifies as meat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this week for shenanigans, it's Alan with a Y. Have a great week, everybody. Vinny, have a good one. But... Hi. <laughs> Rich and See I'm ya. Greg. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week.